Our first guest, or second guest, I'm not really sure exactly how I'm going to structure this thing yet. I'm very much flying by the seat of my pants. It's busy. It's Murray Week. But David Luce, longtime radio presence, uh, manager, uh, jack of all trades at Austin P for how many years? 27. Wow. I was going to guess lower. You've aged well. I'll I, give I you that. <laughs> Just tells you I'm old. That's all that means. <laughs> he, you see more of the Austin P. Murray rivalry than just about anybody. What makes it so unique to college basketball? You know, I, I think the thing is it, there is no less intensity in this rivalry than there is in Duke, North Carolina, or Michigan and Ohio State in football. The only difference is we don't get the national exposure that they get. But you've got two, two schools within about 60 miles of each other. Uh, they're vying for the same students. They're vying for the same athletes. And they just flat out don't like each other. Have you met many people from Murray that you like? You know, that's interesting. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know what? There's a lot of great people up there. I think part of the fun of all of this is most of what goes back and forth is in good fun. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times, you know, there was a kid. I remember walking in the gym up there one year. Uh, we were both one and two in the conference like we were so many years when we walked in and we got there pretty early for the game. It was uh, men were playing first, and the only people in the gym at the time were the students that were already there, uh, claiming their seats. And as I walked over to press row, this young young man jumps in front of my face. I mean, right in front of me. And he has a big sign in his his hands, and it says "Flush the P." And you know, I kind of stood there and looked at him like, you know, how original. You know, I'm sure your mom's really proud of you. Way to go. <laughs> um, I learned that later he was the valedictorian at, at Murray State. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's all in good fun. You know, there have been moments where you kind of wondered, are we having fun or is this really disliking each other? But I think it's all in good fun. What stands out to you as some of the seminal moments of this rivalry over the years? You know, I, the, the first one that really stands out to me was going back to the first time Dave Luce led the Austin P. Governors to the NCAA tournament and Reggie Crenshaw at the line shooting two free throws with .7 seconds to go in the OVC championship game. Um, that's the first one that stands out. But, you know, you think about all the times we walked into old Racer Arena where, I mean, it was a cracker box, and they'd stuff five, 6,000 people in there, and it was shoulder to shoulder and 152 degrees and Popeye Jones and his ears flapping all over the place. Um, but it was moments like that that stand out to me you know obviously I, I think about the good moments you know the, the free throws by Crenshaw the block by Josh Lewis um, here in the Dunn Center one year in particular again we're one and two in the conference and the place is jam-packed like it always is here in the Dunn Center when they come to town and one of our cheerleaders decides to run the big AP flag around the second level of the Dunn Center which was fine until he got to the one end zone where the Murray fans sit each year. And he's going to run that flag right in front of him. Well, one of the Murray fans decided to stick their foot out, and they tripped him. So he, the, the cheerleader goes down, the flag goes down, and, and let's play the feud. Next thing you know, you got security guards running up there, and it got ugly for a little bit of time. But, you know, it's just it's moments like that that stand out to me. Is really showing out and shining – in an Austin P. Murray game enough to secure a guy's legacy maybe above where it 
where it ought to be because I I can just in my briefer history obviously most of everybody has a briefer history with this rivalry than you do but in my brief history there's there are moments that stand out to me you know Zach Lotta hitting the shot up in Murray uh to bring the game within one and make us feel like, hey, we got a chance in the year that we actually wound up winning the OVC. Yeah. Uh, but then on the flip side, I can remember an ESPN game, not unlike what we're about to have on Thursday night, where Isaiah Cannon came in and hit – I know it was only three or four threes in a row to start the game, but it felt like he hit 30. You know, it's funny. I thought about that coming over here. He actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had 27 in the first half. It was it was an incredible performance. It, it was unbelievable. And he's one of the best. If you ask me, name the top five guys you remember playing against with Murray State. Isaiah Cannon, if he's not one, he's 1A. Um, but, you know, I think about we go up there one year and we won a game at Murray. And Justin Blake for Austin P, a guy that, you know, had a pretty nondescript career here. Um hit five threes in the first half and helped propel us to a win in that in that game up there, a game that I don't really think we were supposed to win, but we did. Um, but it's moments like that where all of a sudden a guy whose career is pretty nondescript suddenly vaults into prominence because people sit back and say, you remember that time Justin Blake went crazy at Murray State? Tyler Holloway, now at Belmont. I'll never see that guy wander through here on the Belmont bench and not think – Hated that guy when he was at Murray. <laughs> he was one of those guys where if he's on your team, you love him, but when you're playing against him, you can't stand him. And I remember, again, we're at Murray State one game, and uh, we're favored to win. They they beat us, though, at Murray. And Tyler Holloway came right over in front of where Greg Walker and I were sitting and stuck his arms out and just started taunting. And from that moment forward, <clears throat> I'm just not a fan of Tyler Holloway. <laughs> <laughs> or, or at the time, uh, Todd Babington, we were at Murray State, and Todd was having a pretty good game. He had, he'd knocked down several threes. And Chris Shoemate, uh, who played for Murray State, was guarding him. So Shoemate took a, a whole new tactic in how to slow Babington down. Ran up the floor, and uh, Babington was out on the wing, and Shoemate kind of ran over to him. Ball was on the opposite side, and Shoemate turned around and took a little, little swing at Babington down in the uh, private areas. And Babington went down, and needless to say, he wasn't the same player the rest of the game. <laughs> How good is it for the league when these two teams are what they are right now, which is, if not one, two, then certainly on the short list of contenders? I, I think it's always good, you know, from a, a national recognition standpoint for these two teams um, to be towards the top because of the rivalry. It's going to get attention when these two teams are are one and two or two and three right in the top in the mix of things i think that's good for the league because you just don't have any other rivalry in this league like austin p and murray state i also think it's good you know to have more than one team that's really playing good basketball you know if you just have one team that's dominating it kind of makes the league look bad almost but when you've got it like this year where not only is it austin p and murray state but you got belmont up there jacksonville state obviously doing what they're doing I think it lends a lot more credibility to the league. Yeah, um, and it's something that we haven't seen really since Belmont came to the league where it was Belmont-Murray, some order, some combination, pick top two. And now, like you said, there's there's really a lot of parity. Does it raise the stakes when, you know, there's there were so many years where you couldn't point to a single regular season game and say – 
that game is a marquee game. Whereas this year, it seems like every weekend we've had a different one, Austin P. Murray now just being the most recent example. Well, again, I think it does a lot for the league in that you don't – every game means so much, you know, and whether it's Murray State and Belmont or Austin P. and Belmont or Jacksonville State, throw them in the mix and, you know, Murray State obviously. But when you, when you say Austin P. and Murray State are tied atop the OVC and Murray State's coming to town – it raises this thing to a fever pitch. It's been so unique to see this rivalry over the years because you have Murray State that had for years been kind of the jumping off point for careers of collegiate basketball coaches. You had Austin P for 27 years defined by Dave Luce, what Dave Luce was doing, how Dave Luce had built that program. Seeing, seeing it for basically the entire duration of it, what were your thoughts on that? You know, obviously what Murray was doing worked for them and what Austin P was doing for the better part of 27 years was working for us, and it was diametrically opposed. I mean, you couldn't get more at different ends of the spectrum than the, the way the two schools were doing it. Um, obviously, we sit down here and, and we'd throw our accusations at Murray State, and, you know, we, we oh, they're just going out and get a bunch of renegades and, and this and that and the other, whatever. Um, and, and I'm sure they said things our way. So it, it goes both ways. Um but I think that's what made it interesting. It, it was almost, the, and I say this, not saying either one's good or bad. It's almost like good versus evil. Here we go. You know, you've got, you've got the, the 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 good guys going against the bad guys. Which way works better? And obviously, you know that Austin Peay's the good, Murray State's the bad, and they have the exact opposite view of it. And I think sure. that's what makes this so special. Is no matter. No matter where we've been in the standings versus where they've been in the standings, at any point in this rivalry's history, the records don't matter when you get to this game. No, not at all. I, I mean, we've seen that numerous times where, well, the year Justin Blake went crazy. I mean, we walked into to Race Arena, or at that point, I think it was um, the bank, whatever the, the name CFS, is. The CFS, whatever Exactly, it is. Alphabet Arena up there. Um, you know, J Justin Blake goes crazy, and that's a game – we didn't really go in expecting to win. Murray was outstanding that year. Um, but the same can be said. Tyler Holloway, the year they beat us there, uh, we went in highly favored. We were more towards the top of the league, and they found a way. I know it's a cliche, but, yeah, throw the records out. What is it about the energy when you get into the arena? It, it goes up a tick. It's not your typical OVC game. Oh, no. I, I mean, you can feel the tension as soon as you walk in. I mean, first of all, you know, when you have – not quite a week to build up to a game like this. It's not like you played Thursday and then you have Murray on Saturday, so you only have a small buildup. You've had almost a full week from a Saturday to a Thursday for the anticipation, the hype, and everything that goes with it. And when you walk in that arena, and a lot of games, let's say Austin P tips off at 7.30, you know how the Austin P crowd is. They'll start wandering in around 7.15, 7.30, 7.40. In this one, people are starting to roll into the gym at 6.30 and they're getting to their seats, and they're excited from the get-go. So it's it's just a totally different feel. You've seen student crowds over the years that ranged from absolutely insane to less so, we'll say. When Murray comes to town, does does it infect the students the same way now as it used to? I don't know. Um, I mean, I'd like to think it does. Um, it, it's odd. I mean, you see how crazy the students get for the Murray State game. And you wonder, why can't they do it all the time? Yeah, but um, for whatever reason, when Murray comes to town, and I, I honestly believe 
that if you're a student that comes to Austin Peay and you really don't even know much about it, as soon as you walk in the door, the first thing you hear is, we hate Murray State. Murray's the game. Yeah, that's the game. So from day one at Austin P until your final day and you, you walk across the, the stage there to get your diploma, the, the Murray State-Austin P game is what everybody pushes on you. What would you say makes this game this game? If wow. if you had to if you had to boil it down to one thing, in a nutshell, that truly makes this game its essence, I guess you'd say. Well, I I think the fact that both of these programs for so long, and granted, there have been years where maybe one or the other wasn't as highly ranked as it would want to be. But I think when you have two programs that for so long were at the top of the OVC, going nose to nose, and and again, sixty miles apart competing for the same students um you think about it from 1987 and i think it was a 20 plus year run where either austin p or murray state or both were in the ovc championship game and that tells you sustained excellence by both programs and it's the two biggest bullies on the block trying to determine who's the best and here we go here we go can't wait for thursday night sounds good since it's Battle of the Border Week, why not shout out our proud sponsor, Heritage Bank, the official sponsor of the Battle of the Border series with rival Murray State. Follow the rivalry all year long at letsgop.com, and for more information on our friends at Heritage Bank, please visit bankwithheritage.com. Joining us on the second half of this pod today is a, a kind of a bucket list guest for us, uh, Trenton Hassel, Austin P. Grape number hanging in the rafters uh thanks for taking a couple of minutes and coming in to talk about the rivalry oh no problem happy to be here from a player's perspective what was it about the murray game every year oh it's personal like we deeply don't like them i don't know why but i'm from clarksville so i really don't like them because that's all i heard about was murray and also p rivalry so i just think it's a fun dislike game it's not it's not like an out and out hatred there is respect there but at the same time you don't want good things to happen to people from murray do you no i mean just like you said it's a respectful hateful i mean it's a great rivalry it's fun you don't literally just don't just hate them you just dislike them on that day can being a real can can having a real big performance against murray cement a legacy for a player can showing up big in this rivalry take a guy from a very good player to that next level in the minds of fans? Yes, it can because this game stands out to everybody. It's personal everybody. Everybody will be here. The only game that probably that the stands will be full is when we play Murray. So if you have big games against them, your name stands out because they always remember, hey, he played great against Murray. When Murray and Austin P are at the top of the league like they are this year, how good is that for basketball in this conference? Oh, it's great for this conference. I mean, uh, we got a wild card that done came in that kind of mixed that one up with Belmont. But back in the day when I played, before I played, when I was growing up, you had to go through Austin P or Murray that went to OVC. What's something, what's a memory that stands out for you from this game? Probably the OVC championship in 96 with Bubba. I think uh, Murray State had Brown and uh, Rainey, and uh, we got a foul call, and Reggie Crenshaw went to the free throw line and made two huge free throws for us to beat Murray. And that's kind of what I was talking about is, you know, Reggie was remembered as a good player, but 
his name comes to mind immediately because of those free throws. He was he's a legend. He became a legend based on those two free throws. Yes, he do. That's like you said. You can make a name for yourself around these parts by playing good against Murray. You played at the next level. How much is known? Is is this kind of is this rivalry one that is well known by outsiders, or is this is this rivalry something that's unique to us because it's so insular? I think people know about it that's either from Kentucky or Tennessee or close by, but I think it's more personal to us, the people that the OVC in general and the people that grew up around that rivalry. And you grow up as you come up through high school AAU, you grow up playing with and against people that will wind up ultimately on both sides of this rivalry. Does that make it even more personal yes, because of the, the back history that you have with people? Yes, it does, because it, both communities are close together. So it's driving distance. So some people that I know that I have rivalry with in AAU or travel ball with the Murray. So you carry it along with you, and it put more intensity on the rivalry. When people – come into the Dunn Center for a Murray State game. When you were coming in as a player, was there a different vibe to the locker room that night? Oh, big different vibe. Everything's intense from practice that week. Everything's intense. Everything, uh, you're more aggressive with how you go at things in practice, shoot around, warm up, scout and report. So it, it's a big difference. Was there, could you feel the intensity could you feel the tempo of the gym change when you walked in for a Murray game oh it was loud most times it ain't loud it's loud and then you look up you see nothing but blue then you see nothing but red so it, it, you can tell it's a big game just by walking through them doors as you've gone further along and transitioned from being a player to being a fan what's different about the fan experience when you come to these games now just to observe well I'm not so intense because I can't control the outcome. I'm more of a spectator. I just want a good game. You know, I want us to win bad. So it, it's more of a relaxing feel. Has it been frustrating to see that we've, we're just now getting back to where we can really challenge them on a year-to-year -year basis again in the last few years? We'd had some one-off wins in previous years, but it had been, you know, three or four years before we'd really challenged them each and every game. Was it frustrating during that stretch where it's just like, yeah, we can play with them, but we need X, Y, and Z to go perfect? Yeah, it was kind of frustrating uh, watching. Like, I think last year when the roof caved in, we was winning the whole game, and then they came out, they go three or four dunks in a row, and it just takes the air, air out your sails. So, I think we got the team this year that can do that. When you think back to the the games you played in in this rivalry, is there something that stands out that makes them more special than just a typical Austin P. Murray game? Was there something about it at that time when both programs were so successful that really upped the ante a little bit? Yeah, it did because we knew that that game had – uh, more emphasis on it because we're both was at the top of the OVC. So uh, I think the last couple of years, both teams ain't been on top of the OVC, so it kind of take the intensity out of it. And it's it's been frustrating because there's been years where Murray was clearly the class of the league, or even back during the 16 and 0 year when Austin was clearly the class of the league, 
and it takes a little bit of the juice out of the rivalry, right? Because one team is expected to beat the other one pretty handily. Right, it does. And, you know, it's better when both of them at the top and both of them got great teams and they're, they're fighting for something. You've seen a lot of basketball. You know a lot about basketball. Have you seen Morant for Murray? Oh, yeah, I've seen him. What do you think? He's a great talent, man. Uh, he's athletic. He, he got great court vi uh, vision. He can get to the bucket. Uh, he can do everything you want, big guard. Uh, I think we got our hands full, but I think we got the team and the coach, the players and the coaches that can kind of slow him down. You've seen so much of this rivalry through the years. Who are some individual players on both sides that have really stood out to you that either may not have gone on to have a professional career but can be remembered for what they did in this rivalry? I think – Marcus Brown, if I got his first name right, uh, he's top nation in scoring. Uh, you got Bubba, of course, uh, Vincent Rainey, uh, Popeye. Uh, you got Coop that played here. That was a great defensive player. Uh, so those are the main ones that stand out to me. When you were growing up in Clarksville, did you come to the Austin P. Murray game? Yeah, it's the only game I really came to. <laughs> you couldn't miss a you couldn't miss a Murray Austin P game. So it's not just being a part of Austin P. It's being a part of the Clarksville community that makes this game mean so much. Yeah, you got people right now trying to get tickets because this is the game that they mark on their calendars. They don't really care about nobody else just as long as they're here to see Murray and Austin P. And it's kind of the same way sometimes with a, a a team as well. You know, you can be having an okay season, but if you beat Murray Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the, I guess, the Alabama-Auburn football <laughs> rivalry. <laughs> hey, as long as you beat Murray, that's a great season. Well, Trenton Hassel, I appreciate you taking a couple minutes to, to relive some Murray stuff with me. It's a true honor, and I just you're one of the legends around here, and I really I think appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. It's tricky. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time is tricky. It's tricky. Tricky. Say is please me or spend some time in rock around. I said it's not that easy.